Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters topic of the week is what pets can you bring to Hogwarts? Hello listeners, I'm Rhea and today I want to bring all manner of weird and wonderful pets with me to Hogwarts. And I'm Jem, and you can't just bring any kind of pet to Hogwarts. You just can't. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we'll just see about that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's the hypothetical. You're a precocious yeah. student who every year at Hogwarts <laughs> is trying to bring some bullshit pet. And I am Professor McGonagall, <laughs> Deputy Headmistress. And I have to decide whether or not your choice of pet is appropriate for a school setting. So, in the canon, it says on the letter that Harry receives from Hogwarts in his first year, students may bring an owl or a cat or a toad. Now, we know that people bring other kinds of pets. So the owl, cat, toad thing, kind of superfluous. Like, we have rat like scatters yeah. the rat we've got like pygmy puffs lee jordan has a tarantula at some mm-hmm. point albus potter i think has a ferret in the movies at least we don't know about the books oh um, really cool yeah in the in the movies um and... oh yeah that's right in the post not the post credit scene in the final epilogue scene yeah 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 and there's also mention of hagrid having to hide werewolf pups under his bed or something like that. He also hid the agrimantula mm-hmm. and he always wanted a dragon, but he never yeah. had one in school. So this makes me think that the werewolf pups mm-hmm. thing, agrimantula and dragons are considered too dangerous to have in the school. They're like big no-nos. The fact that he had to hide them and he never got them. Yeah. So. Well, dragons and agrimantula are illegal to have. Yep. You can't keep those as pets. Werewolf pups are either human babies or dogs that he's lying about. There's no <laughs> way he had werewolf pups. Yeah. That's just Tom Riddle being a dick. <laughs> or it could be those fancy, beautiful werewolf pups that we talked about in the beast fucking episode that are, like, conceived from werewolves yeah, fucking those... or something like that. And they're, like, intelligent Yeah, wolves. those sexy, sexy werewolf children. I, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. Yeah. It's so bad that a human woman can give birth to a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing that can happen in Harry Potter. <laughs> Is it as bad as half elves though in Harry it. Potter? Because <laughs> I think that's worse. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's, that's I have. Worse. Co- yeah, <laughs> I've come up with three. No, sorry, four parameters for what I think um, an appropriate pet for school is. All so, right, all right. My first parameter: How independent is the pet? 
Because the way pets work in Hogwarts is that students can have pets as long as the pet is able to take care of itself or the student is able to take care of it without like with like minimal disruption so cats just roam the castle Mm -hmm. owls just go hunting and sort of like hang out in the owlery all this sort of stuff the pets sort of take care of themselves um the second category if it is not independent how much space food time effort does a student need to care for the pet so basically how cumbersome is the pet um so yes. the reason why things like rats and pygmy puffs and tarantulas and ferrets can get through is because they're relatively small. They're usually kept on like a little enclosure next to the student's bed. Yeah, in like a terrarium. And the student can sort of take care of them by feeding them twice a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just sort of, you know, nonchalant. They're not disrupting anyone's learning or anyone's living. They're just sort of there mm-hmm. and the student can take care of them by themselves. Uh, my third category how dangerous is the pet? <laughs> it's a school full of children. Yep. We can't have dangerous bullshit going on, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> and my fourth, how disruptive to the other students is the pet? So this kind of fits into the cumbersome and dangerous one as like a twofer, but mm-hmm. you know, some pets just might be disruptive to the learning and living of other students. Like you yeah. gotta share a dormitory. And something that I think you should also consider, which might go into your second category, but how... How well mm-hmm. am I able to, like, responsibly care for this animal? Like, for example, in the real world, yeah. I don't believe that it's ethical to keep an animal like a, a guinea pig or something if you're going to keep it in one of those weird plastic containers. Like, it needs a proper huge, big space with lots of sawdust and natural fibre, all that sort of stuff. You have to be able to adequately care for a mm-hmm. pet in order to keep it. Okay, fair. Yeah, I think that's a fair judgment of me. <laughs> so I'm assuming that... Like, students at Hogwarts, if they have a toad, then that means that in their dormitory, they have, like, a proper tank set up for the toad to live Mm -hmm. in. That's something that I just assume. Mm -hmm. Because it's not reasonable to just have toads all over the place. They can't live in the lounge room. In Hogwarts Mystery, it's just got a little cushion on the floor, which is ridiculous. Um, But, yeah, I would assume it would need a tank or something. Um, Or you have, like, in the... the Which is reasonable. In the greenhouses or something, there's, like, a little pond that the toads and stuff can live in. And you go check on your toad. Yeah. Anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Simon McGonagall, come petition me your pet. (laughs) Okay. So, first of all, I want to start by saying that, like, I've created a list of possible pets. And the way I've done it is I've split the list into things that are like owls, things that are like cats, and things that are like toads. (laughs) To try and justify myself. (laughs) Okay. And this is, like, I've cut this down from a much longer and more complicated list. Like, there's more things that I think I could argue for, but to save time, I want to focus on pets that I actually want and think that I could reasonably care for. And I also have Mm -hmm. two, like, secret categories, which are pets that I want to argue that I should be allowed to have, and also, second category, pets that I think I can just get away with having. Like, I think I could just have this pet and you wouldn't know. (laughs) You wouldn't be able to stop me. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm eager to hear about it. <laughs> so let's start with the owl pets. I think I should be allowed to have a parrot, and I want to bring a parrot to Hogwarts. Okay, so this is like equal firsty Rhea coming through into my office with uh-huh. her parrot on her arm and arguing. Okay. Yep. All right. I mean, parrots are used like owls. We know this. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of parrot, first of all? I don't have a specific one. What kind of parrot? Is it like a big one? Yeah, a big one. Like like okay. one that you would imagine on a pirate so, shoulder. 
All right. Okay. Um, so like a Macau, a Macau, yeah. however you pronounce it. Um, okay. They live for hundreds of years. <laughs> um, first of all. Good, so it won't die while I'm here at Hogwarts. So that's, that's a good point. Um, also, I won't have to deal with a grieving, you know, student. Yeah, I'm a wizard. Maybe I'll live for hundreds of years. I could have inherited this pet from my dad. You don't know. It's true. Okay. Parrot. Um, okay. So... Parrots work pretty much the same as owls. They can... Do they hunt? Are they... No. They get... I'm trying to think of parrots in the wild. Of course they would hunt. That's a stupid thing no. to say. Um, I don't... They don't hunt, but they would, like, forage from fruit and stuff. I don't okay. think they eat, like, rats like owls do. Well, okay. So, we live in the UK. <laughs> not the tropics. Mm-hmm. There's not, like, you know, <laughs> natural food for the parrot to forage for and find. So it's going to be at the breakfast table every morning, scourging through the fucking fruit salad <laughs> next to the porridge. And I don't think that's very sanitary. Yeah, why not? No, that's so unsanitary. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's not happening. More unsanitary than the dozens of owls that are in the room every morning at breakfast? Look, I never said that was sanitary. I'm just saying that they don't go in the food. The exception is <laughs> Errol, who was a failure of an owl and creature. So, <laughs> like, this parrot is going to be not just swooping above and dropping a letter. No, no, no. The parrot is going to be on your shoulder, pecking at a dish and causing a mess and disrupting students around you and being gross. <laughs> that That's fine. The owl will come to me in the morning. I'll feed it some fruit from my breakfast. And then in the evenings, I will go to the owlery where it will stay. And I'll feed it as well. If it needs food twice a day, I don't know. Okay. If you can demonstrate to me that this is a well-trained parrot, I might allow it. My only other thing is, is this a mimicking parrot? Like, does it copy people's voice and impressions and stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. But not in a magical sense. Just It's just a regular parrot. Alright. I would still count that as somewhat disruptive, because owls are mute, except for, you know, Hedwig, which she should be mute, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, I, like, you know, <laughs> an owl will do an occasional hoot, and that's fine. But I don't want to have a complaint from a student being like, this parrot keeps saying, like, I don't know... We got him on like or something, and I'm trying to sleep or study, and it just keeps t- talking, and it's not like ambiance; it's just disruptive. But it wouldn't be in the in the dormitory; it stays in the owlery with the other birds. If anything, it's going to disrupt all the other birds because it's going to be awake during the day while they're all trying to sleep. That's true. We can't disturb all the other birds. Yeah, yeah I also don't know how ow- how well owls and parrots mix like get along <laughs> i don't think yeah, they have all... any natural environments that they share for all we know they could be like cats and dogs in which case the parrot can't stay in the owlery mm. if the parrot can't stay in the owlery i'm willing to accept that i can't have a parrot at hogwarts i'm not going to try and argue i can keep it in my room yeah. i just don't i don't know how well owls and parrots get along together so i can't make a claim i'm going to put a maybe on the parrot like that's that's a maybe for me okay that's fine yeah Alright, next pet, because I want to keep moving through these. Bat. I want a bat. Okay. (laughs) Let me have a pet bat. I... That would also stay in the owlery. I don't really... Oh, wait, hold on. And it would hunt for its own food. (laughs) Owls eat bats. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, I don't think it can stay in the owlery. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, maybe it stays... Maybe it stays in a cage in the dormitory and I let it out to hunt at night and it still hunts no fuck because the owls are gonna get it because they're all in the same space 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, um, I can't have a bat. I've, I've retracted my bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next up, I want a phoenix. Oh, for Let fuck's sake. <laughs> Dump- Dumbledore has one. Why can't I? Dumbledore is the headmaster. He also can, you know, participate in wizarding government and hand out, like, delegates rules in school and stuff like that. You can't do that because you're first year. <laughs> but I can take care of it. All it needs is, like, birdseed and a place to die. Phoenixes are highly intelligent animals, okay? So, like, they're highly loyal, too. So this implies that you have already yeah. a, loyal, a phoenix that's loyal to you. You're not just buying this phoenix. With yes. your millions of dollars, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in this scenario, I have a phoenix that's loyal to me and I want to bring it to Hogwarts. Okay. Look, I don't know what phoenixes eat. I assumed that they didn't, but I don't know. Is there any explanation? I assumed rats. Why did you assume that they would eat rats? I think they're like a um, holy bird. They don't eat. I don't know. I just <laughs> did. Um, they're swan-sized. Uh, nest on mountain peaks, Egypt, India, and China... Um, oh, they eat only herbs and has never been known to kill. So I can just feed it herbs. That's fine. Okay. There's got to be leftover herbs in the kitchens okay. or whatever. All right. So. Or I can buy my own herbs. The eating's fine. I'm worried about, are you keeping this in the alley or is it because it's loyal, it's staying next to you in your dormitory, I'm assuming. It would stay in my dormitory, yes. I don't think it would be happy in okay. the alley. Here's what I'm McGonagall and thinking I'm going to wake up to one night. <laughs> Some student, one of your dorm mates, <laughs> banging on my door, being like, McGonagall, McGonagall, yeah. there's a fire, there's a fire in our dormitory because Rhea's bird caught fire <laughs> and some sparks went onto a nearby curtain, which Again. are known to be flammable, book, like movie four. Yep. <laughs> and now there's a fire. Or the existential yep. question of why is Rhea, why does Rhea's pet keep dying and I have to witness it all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Look, fires are a risk, but I am a magic girl. I do have a wand that makes water. I could put out fires quite easily and maybe repair curtains. I don't know. I don't know if I'm that okay. skilled. Yeah, you're in year one. You haven't specified to me that you're in any other year yet, so I'm assuming you're in year one and all you know is Alohomora. Okay. <laughs> and jelly Another, thing that, I'm... <laughs> Another <laughs> thing that I'm going to say is if I'm bringing a pet that requires that I know spells of a higher level, I'm not bringing it in first year. I'm bringing it when I can reasonably care for this pet, because like I said, responsible pet ownership. So if I need to know water summoning spells to take care of a phoenix, I'm not bringing it till I know that spell. Like, third or fifth year or something like that. Alright. Look, I still just worry about the fire issue. Because it shouldn't have to be a risk that you should be able to take care of in your own dormitory. (laughs) (laughs) I also worry about the fact that phoenixes can lift enormous amounts of weights. And I know, I just know this is going to lead to a student wanting to be, wanting to go for a ride around the castle at some point and begging you to do it and you'll allow them to do it. Or you yourself will do it, which is also a risk to the school's safety. (laughs) that's what I was gonna say maybe I wanna fly on my phoenix fine look no phoenix whatever so far you've let me have none of my pets which is so rude look I said maybe to the (laughs) parent next up I would like 
the way that I've structured this is like each list I start very reasonable and get very unreasonable. So mm-hmm. maybe that parrot's going to be looking pretty good by the time we get to the end of the birds. <laughs> uh, next up, I would like to have an augury, also known no. as an Irish phoenix. <laughs> No. <laughs> Why not? It's just like a wet phoenix. <laughs> you fucking goth, get out of here. It eats insects and fairies. It flies only in heavy rain and otherwise Look, remains hidden in a tear-shaped it, it, nest. So it would just stay in its nest all the time. Uh-huh. Um, it also has a low and throbbing cry and um, it hour? sings constantly through the winter because that's always raining. Yep. And people go... Um, crazy because it just keeps singing and singing and singing yep yeah no uh i knew about the rain thing (laughs) we also have this school situated in scotland you realize yeah how often do you think it rains (laughs) a lot (laughs) a lot yeah a lot so i'm not going to be getting complaints about the noise from the owlery or anywhere else this fucking bird decides (laughs) to fly in its mournful like one hit wonder Mm -hmm. Grand tour around Hogwarts Castle. No, thank you. It's not have an augury. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, if I can't have an augury, I would like to have a fupa. <laughs> a fupa is an African bird with bright, vivid plumage. Um, it can be orange, pink, lime green, or yellow. I'm going to say that I have a lime green fupa. Um, it has okay. fancy quills, fancy eggs. Although, at first, enjoyable... Whooper song will eventually drive the listener to insanity. So, full whoopers are sold with a silencing charm, which need to be monthly recast. Uh, Whooper owners owners require licenses, as the creatures must be handled responsibly. So, they are sold as pets, and they can be kept as pets. And they're gorgeous, but they need to be constantly kept under a silencing charm, which I'm saying I can cast. Not only am I... And will cast. Not only am I disturbed by the fact that you're trying to get this fucking awful insanity bird into the school, I'm also disturbed (laughs) by the fact that you're a minor with a license. (laughs) So, (laughs) there's no way that they would allow minors to have a license to own this dangerous bird that could cause people to go insane, okay? This is only for adults and magi zoologists. So there's no way that you can have I'm this. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure miners can get like snake licenses and reptile and turtle uh-huh. licenses. Can a snake make you go insane <laughs> if you don't do proper care for it? Look, no, <laughs> no, it can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Damn it! But like, it's just a pretty bird that I have to keep silently. It doesn't like attack anyone or do anything bad. It's just a beautiful bird. I'm done with birds. Okay, I don't want to hear about any more bird song causing rain <laughs> or hope or insanity. Okay, birds need to be quiet. That's why we have mute owls okay. here. <laughs> All right. Well, if you'd like a quiet bird, let me introduce you to the Jovenel. <laughs> oh, please, please, what the fuck? <laughs> It's a tiny blue speckled bird which eats small insects, so it's small, it can hunt for itself. Okay. It makes absolutely no sound until the moment of its death, at which point it lets out a long scream made up of every sound it has ever heard regurgitated backwards. Oh my god. <laughs> it's okay. only a problem if it dies. <laughs> How? What's the lifespan on a jovenel? Uh, I don't know, it doesn't say. 
I just, I don't want to have to deal with if this bird, let's say this bird lives for six years and you have it for six years of your Hogwarts mm-hmm. career. And let's say it dies at mm-hmm. like the beginning of seventh year or something like that. And we hear six yeah. years worth of noise. It, you said it does every sound it's ever heard from yep. back to front. No, 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 no. No, yep. no, no. This is not happening. <laughs> but what if it dies like over the Christmas holidays or the summer holidays? Like not even at Hogwarts. It's not necessarily going to die and we all have to listen to its endless scream while I'm at school. <laughs> That's just a maybe. Yeah, I'm not risking my school safety and sanctity on a maybe. <laughs> Especially I when this really, tiny bird I... can be consumed by any cat that's wandering the hall. <laughs> I would this one I would keep in a cage in my room and I would feed it insects. Look, cats are crafty, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so it's a no on the Jovenel. It's a strong no. Damn it, I really thought I had you with that one. That's on such a good bird, except for its dying scream. Okay, that's the end of birds. Now I'm into animals that are like okay. a cat. First up, Neasel. I think this is super reasonable. I should be allowed to have a Neasel. It's just a magic cat that's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hermione's got a Neasel, so does Filch. Why not? Excellent. Okay, that's one yes so far. I would like a dog. A dog's basically just a cat. No. And here's why. Aww. Why can't I have a dog? It would be a small dog. Not a big dog. I think that there's a reason why JK didn't put dog on the letter. And it's not just for aesthetics. I think that in the magical Mm -hmm. chain of being, dogs just aren't on the same level as things like cats and toads and rats and owls and stuff like that. I think dogs are really dumb and they don't have any sort of magical bent to them. So they aren't easily controlled. And I don't want to have to rely on a student learning to tame their dog when a dog is in a magical place. It's different taming a dog to the muggle world, you know. Dogs are kind of accustomed to that. We don't have any history or evidence of a dog being at Hogwarts. (laughs) So if you start bringing a dog to Hogwarts, could you imagine just the (laughs) first time it sees something levitate? And it thinks it's fetched. Can you imagine a student holding a wand or and the dog season. thinks it's a stick that's going many, to be thrown for fetch? <laughs> <laughs> I just... <laughs> There's so many things that this dog could think and do and I don't want that. Cats are more reliable and have been with witches for a long time. Okay, so dogs aren't magical enough and they're yep. not controllable enough. Yeah. Alright, well in that case, what if I had a crop? which is a dog that's like a Jack Russell Terrier, but it has two tails and it's a wizard created dog that is immensely loyal to wizards and will eat things like gnomes and old tires. It's also disloyal to muggles and attacks them. I don't want to have such a racist, prejudiced dog in my school. But there's no muggles at the school. It doesn't matter because this is Albus Dumbledore's school and he has a muggle-friendly proactive, so... Therefore, this school is muggle-friendly. I can't allow a student to have a crop at this school. But it says here that you can get a crop license from the Department of blah 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 Magic Creatures uh, once you do a simple test to prove that you can control the crop around muggles. So it won't necessarily go crazy and attack every muggle it sees as long as I'm able to control it. Much like a responsible dog owner would be able to keep control of their dog on a leash around a cat that the dog would usually like to chase. Okay. 
you're talking and all I'm hearing is I'm a racist. <laughs> okay. That's bullshit. Cops have been associated with blood purity for too long. Okay. I'm not allowing them at school. It's not an evil dog. It was just bred to keep muggles away from magical areas. It's just a guard dog. Which I've trained not to attack anyone. I'm sorry, but no. Ah, that's such bullshit. I want this dog. (laughs) Too bad. I'm the teacher. I want this dog so much. And I'll feed it and I'll walk it and I'll take good care of it. I just think it's a bad look, okay? I don't. I know that crops can be trained like this, but it still has the stigma surrounding it, and I think it's a bad look. Infuriating. Okay, so I can't have this crop. So if if I'm allowed to have a ferret, this is a pet that I think I can sneak in, so I'm not telling McGonagall about this. You just consider it. I think okay. I could sneak in a Javi, which is like an overgrown ferret oh. that talks, and it just yeah. talks constantly, and it says rude things. I think I could get away with having a Javi. Okay. How would you sneak this if it if it talks constantly? How would you sneak it? I would keep it under a silencing charm most of the time, except when I was trying to amuse my friends with my rude ferret. Look, I just think that silencing charms, they have like a length, a, 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 like a time length on them, right? Yeah, one month is what the Fooper said. Yeah. What if you slip up? You know, this Javi can go running around the school squealing profanities. Like it's it's well, it's hmm. bound to happen. What if you show I, this Javi to your friends? I don't know if I would. And one of them thinks it's a great idea to finite and cantata that silencing charm on the Javi while you're off in charms class, and then it runs around the school and screams profanities. Well, I don't think I would let it roam the school wildly. I think it would stay in the dormitory and the common room, except when I like, like on a weekend or something, I might take it out into the um the lawn and let it run around for a little bit in a controlled area. But I don't think I would bring it with me to class or to a feast or anything like that. Specifically because I'm trying to hide it. To reiterate, you're in charms class. Your friend thinks it's a great idea to go into your dormitory, release your Javi and undo the silencing charm. (laughs) Not even your friend, an enemy, another person in the dormitory is just a bit chaotic. Like anyone. Um, Like that could happen quite easily. Well, I guess in that scenario, I would get found out and the Javi might be taken off me. But I think I could keep it hidden as long as I didn't have enemies who tried to screw me over. It doesn't even have to be enemies, though. It could be a friend that's annoyed with you. It could be a friend that would think it's a really funny joke. Like, this would be something that Fred and George would do and think it's really funny. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. anyone could decide to do it. Or anyone could do it by accident. They could be in your dormitory returning a book or something. Like, oh, cool, a ferret. And they go and play with it and they, you know, it just, things happen. Yeah. So do you think if that, if that happened, I would have my Javi sent home and they wouldn't let me keep it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Damn it. Okay. Well, I think I could, I think I could sneak the Javi into the school and keep it for a reasonable amount of time. It's only up until something goes wrong. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Next pet, and this one I don't particularly want, but I feel like we'll get tweets if I don't mention it. A Niffler, which is just that little black rat thing from the Fantastic Beast movies that's nuts for gold. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. No. Because they destroy no houses. No matter how well, they... like, 
yeah. tear everything up. Even yeah. Newt has this like trained ass sniffler in the movies, and even that is breaking into jewelry shops and causing havoc and stuff like that. So no, no, yeah. No. It's not happening. And tearing his house <laughs> apart, because that's what Nifflers do. Yeah, I just thought, like, yeah. someone's gonna be like, why didn't you say Niffler? Niffler would be a great pet. No, I don't want a Niffler. Um, what is my next pet? This next one I absolutely want. I want it so much in real life. It's a clavet. It's a tree-dwelling creature that looks like a cross between a monkey and a frog. Um... Smooth and hairless skin of mottled green, hands and feet are webbed, Ugh. arms and legs are long and supple, which means it swings between the branches of a tree with the agility of a orangutan, has short horns, a wide mouth, mm-hmm. uh, a, which is grinning and full of razor-sharp teeth. It feeds on lizards and small Ugh. birds. It has a big, like, pustule thing in the middle of its forehead, which gl- which turns scarlet and flashes when it senses dangers. Uh, these used to be really, really popular. People would keep them in their gardens. Um, but eventually that practice had to be made illegal because w- muggles kept noticing and being like, they've got their Christmas up- lights up year round. So, right. like, they're decorative and can be kept as pets. I think I could keep this in my dormitory quite safely. Just like I'm a just little monkey dude. about the fact that they eat lizards and birds. Okay. Would you say a toad is similar to a lizard? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And would you say a small owl, like a pigwidgeon kind of owl, or even like a smaller barn owl is similar to a small bird? Or even just a small yes. bird? I just, the risk is too high. What if I kept it in a cage? Look, you said it's strong enough to swing from tree to tree and stuff like that and has razor sharp teeth. Yeah. It's breaking out of that cage, gremlin style. Yeah. And then I'm getting a knock on my door from Neville Longbottom and being like, I'm, I've lost Trevor. And I have to find out that your Javit, who I'm assuming you call Jibber Javit, has grabbed this fucking toad and swallowed it whole. Uh, <laughs> but I'd keep him under control. You can't control a wild animal. You've said no to so few of my pets. <laughs> it's not a wild animal, it's domesticated. It was, now it's not. Fine. The next one, this is another sneaky pet. I think I could just have this and you wouldn't necessarily know. Hey, Demogites. (laughs) (laughs) Who's like, (laughs) also from Fantastic Beasts, the guy with the um, funky handbag and the silver fur that turns invisible. So he's like the size of like a child, basically. He's like a big ape. (laughs) But he he turns invisible. He's herbivorous. Um, and he's, like, really shy, so I think I could keep this guy in my dormitory and you would just never know. <laughs> and also, even if someone was like, you know, Rhea's got a demiguise in her dormitory, fucking prove it. Where's the demiguise? <laughs> Show me the evidence. Um, Akio demiguise. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can prove it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> pretty invisible. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean I can't summon it. Um, <laughs> uh, my only concern for this Darwin-esque from Eliza Thornbury's <laughs> creature that you've got here. Um, no, Darwin's wild. That... A, a demiguise is really gentle and kind. It just wants to chill and have a nice handbag. Darwin is, like, he was wild, but then he became, like you know, civilized when Eliza communicated with him. There's some weird 
colonial subtext to that. Hold on. Anyway, um... <laughs> anyway. So... We don't have time for this now. He was white, <laughs> but, like, I don't know if that helps. What? <laughs> no, he was grey. Anyway. Darwin was white. No, he was grey. Oh, a gray no. Sorry, I'm chin. thinking of Donnie. I'm thinking of what? Donnie, their child. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean Darwin the monkey yeah, that not... Eliza talks to. <laughs> Darwin the monkey... I totally forgot about the monkey. No, I was thinking about Donnie, who's just nuts. Wait, I don't, I don't remember how they discovered Donnie. What was that? <laughs> what was that? Uh, Donnie's parents were like Eliza's parents. They were like, um, I don't know, nature people, explorers, blah, 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 blah. But then they died. I think they were maybe killed by poachers or killed while defending animals from poachers or something. And then they found Donnie and they decided to keep him and raise him. Oh, so he was like a Mowgli sort of situation, just like living in the wild. Yeah, he was like oh. a lost child who for a time was sort of living wild in the jungle. And then Eliza's family found him. What the fuck? Okay. Anyway, um, mm. back to topic. <laughs> um, Enough of the wild thornberries. Yeah, sorry. I totally forgot about Darwin. <laughs> My concern about this Demi guys is that when someone find someone might find out that you have this and then want to take its hair to make an invisibility cloak or to sell it to someone because it's like quite like you know valuable um yeah so i guess i'm more worried about the safety of the animal rather than the safety of the students if you know what i mean fine yeah and as soon as you say that to me i'm like fine i won't keep it at hogwarts <laughs> because i'm a responsible pet owner <laughs> Okay, so now we've gotten to my toad category pets, which is the longest list of pets that I'm proposing. And a lot of these are on here, not because they're similar to toad, to toads, like how a Debbie guys is super similar to a cat, um, but because they're pets that I think I could keep in a terrarium in the dormitory, like how I would keep a toad. So they would just stay in there, they would have a little habitat that's perfectly suited towards them, and they wouldn't break out and cause chaos. All right. I'll be the judge of that. So the first one is a pet. Yeah, we'll see. The first one is a pet that, first of all, I think I should have. But if I am not allowed to have, I think I could sneak it into the school and have it secretly. It's a okay. moak. A moak is a silver green lizard reaching up to 10 inches in length. And it's native to Britain and Ireland. It has the ability to shrink at will. So um, it's another one like the Debbie guys that its skin is highly prized among wizards. But, like, it's just so fucking rude if I have a pet and another student skins it. (laughs) I just think I have a nice, pretty lizard, which has the colours of my house, and I can keep it in a terrarium, and if I'm not allowed to have it, it will shrink and it will live in my pocket. Okay, let me think about this. I think you're right about the skinning point. Like, you know, snakes are prized for their skin and lizards and stuff, but, like, if if you had a pet snake, Mm. it's not the assumption that you'd make that one of your friends or roommates would just skin it. Like... (laughs) Yeah, that's actually really true because, like, its skin is used in money bags and purses, Mm -hmm. so it's just like snake snake skin. Like, if I had a python and somebody broke into my house and skinned it, I would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's crazy, that thing that just happened. That's not on you. Um, so... Yeah. (laughs) The moak... Okay. It's quite cute. The only problem I can think of is if you lose it, because it shrinks to such a size that you can't Mm -hmm. find it. But then again, that is your problem. Like, when Ron loses his rat, <laughs> none of the teachers yeah. give a fuck except Hagrid, and that's sort of, like, his prerogative, and he's also friends with Ron. So, if you lose mm-hmm. it, that's your problem. Like, I imagine, this is the kind of pet that if you lost it, it wouldn't be a threat to anyone else. So Yeah. You know. And 
that's also true of literally any pet. Like, I could lose a cat. I could lose yeah. an owl. I could have an owl that just fucking takes off and doesn't come yeah. back. But there's a difference between losing something like a cat or a moak and that monkey thing that you said before that has razor sharp teeth and can swing from branch to branch. That's <laughs> thick and ready to bite. And I'm not happy with losing that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's fair. <laughs> I I deliberately didn't put things on the list that can eat children, mostly. Maybe. Mostly. We'll there might be some that could eat children. Look, some of these things can eat children, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but there were several things that I came across. I'm like, oh, I'd love that. And then it's like, it's chosen, it's preferred food is humans. And I'm like, hmm, hmm maybe I won't say I can have this as a yeah, pet. maybe not. <laughs> so can I have the moke? Yeah, yeah, I said you can have the milk. <laughs> Sweet, okay. Um, I would like a turtle. <laughs> just a regular turtle. Okay, like, just a regular turtle? Yeah, yep, just a regular fine. turtle. Nothing you know? sus. Are you, like, like a, a, a turtle or a tortoise? Um, oh, a, a tortoise. Okay, so you don't need, like, a big water tank necessarily. You've got, like, a little terrarium. Yeah, a terrarium. And, like, of an appropriate size, okay. not like a fucking Galapagos tortoise. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that you said nothing sus makes me think there's something sus. What, what's with this tortoise? <laughs> what have you done to it? Nothing! Okay. Nothing. It's a perfectly fine, normal tortoise. <laughs> what's his name? Um. Uh, what's the name of that tortoise from the children's books? Leonard? Franklin? No. Franklin. His name's Franklin. Beautiful, alright. Yeah, you know, that's fine. I don't see anything wrong with it. Is okay, it a cool. tortoise? Um, no. Just... A normal tortoise. Okay. So, if I can have a tortoise, I reckon I should also be allowed to have a fire crab, which is a large tortoise with a heavily jeweled (laughs) shell that shoots fire out of its ass. Why would you want that? Why not? You let me have a a regular tortoise? That's because it's a regular tortoise. Emphasis on regular. This is a fire crab, okay? It's dangerous. (laughs) It's violent. It shoots fire out of its bum hole, okay? There are several levels in the Harry Potter PC (laughs) games where you have to fight the fire crabs, and before we even move, they're already growling and charging at you. It's just not... There's no way. (laughs) Yeah. But consider this. Fire crabs are exported as pets, but a special license is necessary. So it's possible that I have a special license to take care of this fire I crab. don't care if you have a special license. It's not coming into the school. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your qualifications. <laughs> Fine. Alright then, I would like a regular snake. <laughs> okay, um... With a regular snake, my only concern is the rats that people bring to school. You know, I, I just don't want to have to deal with the politics um, of a student's yeah. rat being eaten by another student's pet. <laughs> Thank God Hermione and Ron never went to McGonagall about it, because I wouldn't have wanted to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I think the same could be said of cats. Cats also eat rats, and maybe sometimes toads. Mm. So as long as, like... I, I'm in control of the pet and I keep it in such a way inside of a terrarium that it doesn't get out and eat other people's pets. I think that should be fine. Yeah, I agree. I think that the snake's fine and I also approve it because it fits in with the aesthetic of Hogwarts, which is a very important to the school. So, yeah. Yeah. 
It would 100% be a green snake. It would be a green tree python, mm-hmm. because I think that would be a cool Slytherin snake. Or like snake. an adder. Oh no, they're venomous. I, I would, yeah, I would make sure it's not a venomous snake. I'd want no. it to be a constrictor. A little one, though, so it couldn't actually constrict a student while they're sleeping. <laughs> like an anaconda or something. Yeah, not a man, con- <laughs> not a giant man constricting one. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. a little python. Yeah. Like a children's python, or... Um, I said a green tree snake, which can get pretty big, yeah. but, you know, maybe I'll just have another kind of python. Mm-hmm. So, if I can have a snake, okay, I okay. think I could get away with having a basilisk. I, was, I knew you were I would obviously it. not tell you. <laughs> so, it's illegal to have a basilisk, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I'm bringing a basilisk. I would just have a regular snake with a blindfold, and I would be like, this is my normal snake. And I would be like... Snake. What's no behind the blindfold? And you're like, nothing. And I'm like, well, I'm sure you won't mind if I remove the blindfold then. And then you're like, no. And then I know that it's a basilisk. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe she's beautiful and I love her. You can't take her from me. I can and I will. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Alright. But consider this. What if another student has a pet toad and then I get a chicken egg and I just put it under the toad? How will you catch me? Well. I'll hatch my own basilisk. I mean, I'm sure the student who's missing a toad would inform me their toad's missing. What if I bring a toad? (laughs) Look, you're already on red alert, okay? You've been trying to smuggle in all this bullshit for years. I have an eye on you at all times and what sort of shit you're smuggling into the school. So whether or not you bring in your own toad, in which case I'm confiscating it because I know you've tried to bring in a basilisk and I know what you're (laughs) fucking doing, or you steal a chicken egg from breakfast and someone else's toad, I know what you're fucking doing. I'm coming straight to your door (laughs) and expelling (sighs) you on the spot because it's illegal to have a basilisk. (sighs) Fine. All right. Well, before this happens, uh, you you said I could have a tarantula. (laughs) Yep. Guess Here where I'm go. going with this. Oh, I wonder. I think I could get away with having an acromantula. Someone else tried that before, you know, and they didn't get away with it. In fact, they got sent to prison for it. Maybe I'm just more competent than that person. More competent than a man who dedicates his life and hobbies entirely to creature care. And I found a way to communicate with these man-eating monsters so that they don't eat him. Him alone. (laughs) 100% 14-year-old Rhea is like, yeah, I'm better at something than someone who's dedicated their life to doing it. Look, 26-year-old Rhea is a little bit still like that. There's no way you're bringing an acromantula into my school. I'm even, I have, like, tarantulas (laughs) on red flags because I know they're technically allowed, but me, as McGonagall, I would fucking kill that. Arania Exame, I don't give a fuck. That's not coming anywhere near my castle. Yeah. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> she might have been around... <laughs> no, she she wouldn't have been a teacher when Hagrid got expelled, but she would have heard that story. Mm. So she, yeah, she might know to keep an eye out for that. Alright. Um, okay. I'm away from my pets that I'm faking so I can get something else. So <laughs> Next up, I would like a Streeler. Estrella is one of the pets you can get in Hogwarts Mystery. It's a giant snail that changes colour, and it leaves oh. behind it a trail so venomous that it shrivels and burns all vegetation over which it passes. Yeah, nah. Nah. 
it is kept as a pet by people who enjoy its kaleidoscopic colour changes. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, we've got loads of plant life in this school. <laughs> like, you know, I... Yeah, but I wouldn't let it out. It would stay in its terrarium. Sure, it'll stay in its terrarium until it rolls over the plants in its terrarium and acid sinks its way through the plants. And then it gets out of the terrarium. And then it's going towards the greenhouses it's not a, and shit like that. It's not a fucking wooden terrarium. It's made of glass. Yeah, acid can go through glass. construct a terrarium out of grass and leaves. It doesn't matter. I'm assuming you're having like a glass box full of like bark and stuff for the the snail to go on. Yeah, and rocks and shit, so it's not just constantly full of acid. That's going over plant life, and then it's leaving an acidic trail, which is burning through the plant life and burning through the glass of the terrarium, and then it can get out because the terrarium's malfunctioned. Um, hmm... I don't think it's actually acid. It just says a trail so venomous that it burns all vegetation. So it's venom. It's not acid. It's not going to melt its way out of a cage. Look, any animal that I have had to fight in a Harry Potter PC game is not allowed as a pet. (laughs) So that's acromantulas, that's fire crabs, that's strelas. That's Cornish pixies. But Streelers are allowed in the Hogwarts Mystery game, and they are kept as pets. It says that. Hogwarts Mystery also allows crops, and I don't allow crops because they're racist. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Okay. A point that I thought you were going to make is you shouldn't have venomous pets, and I was going to argue that many of the toads that are specifically allowed are venomous. No. (laughs) Mm. Fine. You're so mean to me. I just want to have a nice pet. Okay, next pet. This is another one that I don't want, but if I don't mention it, blah, 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 blah. A bow truckle, who's the little green dude that Newt's commander keeps in his pocket. A tree guardian. Um, small, uh, about eight inches. Uh. Um, eats insects. Peaceable and intensely okay. shy, unless a tree that lives in is threatened, in which case it uh, gouges out people's eyes. With its long, sharp fingers. Yeah, I would allow this, actually, as long as it's not allowed What outside the castle. <laughs> I don't want it anywhere near the greenhouses or anywhere near the Forbidden Forest. I want it purely inside the castle. So you'll let me have a little dude who will scratch out someone's eyes, but you won't let me have a snail in a glass case. Mm-hmm. Or a spider that eats humans. <laughs> because he's only going to gouge out eyes of people that are threatening a tree that he lives in. The tree that he lived in is probably far away, because I'm assuming you got this bow truckle on the market, not just took it from his tree, because then you'd be blind. No. Yeah, this is a bow truckle that I either bought, or like, maybe it lives in a tree in my property, and I was like, do you want to come be my pet? And it was like, yes. Just like Newt's bow truckle (laughs) did. Yeah. So... I don't know if this extends to any species of tree that's the same as it lives in. Like, if it sees an elm and someone goes near it and seems to threaten it, it'll, like, attack that person. I don't know if that's the case, or if it's specifically the tree that it lives in. Hmm. It says that you can give it an offering of wood lice, and that will make it calm down long enough that you can take wonder wood from its tree. So it's not like... It's not like you can't get to its tree. Hmm, that doesn't really answer your question. I think it's just the specific tree. It's not like the species. Yeah, I think it's a specific tree as well. I feel like if I was keeping a bow truckle in like a glass cage or a container or something like that, I would have like maybe not a mini tree, but I would have like 
You know, like in snake terrariums where they have like a little log thing for the snake to climb on? I would have something mm-hmm. like that. So I would have a home for it to live okay, in. Okay, then you're not allowed it. Why not? You said I could have it before. I don't want any risk of someone's eyes getting gouged out. If you bring in this bow truckle from the outside, like you have a tree at home that this bow truckle is from, and then this bow truckle travels yeah. with you, that tree isn't anywhere near the castle. So there's no potential of someone's eyes being gouged out because it feels threatened that its tree is going to be threatened by someone. But your fucking doormate could walk near the terrarium that has this tree bark in it, and the bow truckle could get violent. Okay, but the same thing could happen to a cat. If I am in, if I have a cat that's perfectly calm and chill, (laughs) no, it is. If my doormate's like fuck this cat and tries to like kick it or I don't know, rip a pillow out from underneath or or whatever, they might get scratched. I never said the doormate was kicking the terrarium. I said the doormate was walking <laughs> past the terrarium, okay? It's not the same. <laughs> yeah, but it, it only... It's a, it's a very peaceable and intensely shy creature until the tree it lives in is threatened. So yeah. it attacks people like woodcutters and tree surgeons. It doesn't attack people who are just in the forest near its tree. We don't know that for sure. It says it in the book. <laughs> It just says, until the tree is threatened, right? That's the exact language. Yeah. And the example that it gives is a woodcutter or a tree surgeon attempting to harm its home. It doesn't say that it attacks people who are near trees. Alright, fine, I guess. I just, I still wouldn't be happy if you brought in... Yes! I just, I don't, because even if it's, like, I don't want a student going near the terrarium and trying to touch the tree... And the bow truckle freaks out. Like, I don't want that. So I I would prefer that there's no bark in that terrarium at all. But it's not fair for me to keep a bow truckle in what? Like a box full of sand? It's a tree animal. It needs wood or leaves or sticks or something. Well, then don't bring it. (laughs) (sighs) Bullshit. Simple as that. I said at the beginning that I didn't want a bow truckle and now I'm so intensely (laughs) defending this fucking bow truckle. The only way... You're having this bow truckle as if you have it like Newt has it, where it just lives in his pocket or like, you know, around his things. It doesn't have a fucking habitat, you know, it just, it's just with him. I feel like I could tell my dorm dorm mates, don't go near the terrarium. Don't fuck with anything inside the terrarium. If you have to open it for whatever reason, give it these wood lice that I keep next to the terrarium so it will chill out. It's not happening. No. Ah, damn it. You, you let me have it and then you took it away. Okay, fine. Um, what if I have some fairies? <laughs> Multiple. No. I want a cage full of fairies. <laughs> fairies are small and decorative beasts. Uh, has a quarrelsome nature, but being excessively vain, it will become docile on any occasion when it is, call- when it is called to act as an ornament. It cannot speak. It makes a high-pitched buzzing noise. So, I could have, like, a cage full of a couple of fairies on, like, some sticks or whatever. Like, a little tree or something that it can live on. And I could just be like, you're my decoration, as well as my pet. And then I would just have some little, like, fairy lights in my dorm. That would be so cute and completely docile. Okay, here's what's gonna happen. Uh, Professor McGonagall, I've developed tinnitus because of Rhea's fairies that are constantly doing a high-pitched buzzing while they're decorating (laughs) her bed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not happening I, I don't think that's how I don't think that's how tinnitus works but you could definitely be maddened by the constant buzzing well it's not constant it's how they talk to each other they don't talk constantly 
Look, it's often enough that it's noted down in the creature description. We have fairies for decoration for, like, one-day occasions, like the Yule Ball and stuff like that, which is fine, because it's not all the time. Mm -hmm. No, no, it's not going to (sighs) happen. Damn it. I feel like this is another one that I might be able to get away with, though. Like, say after Christmas, you know, there's a bunch of fairies out, and I'm in a dormitory with five girls, and I was like, hey, I've got this great idea. What if we take some of these fairies back to our dormitory and we just keep them in the dormitory and they're like our pets. If they were like a communal dormitory pet and we were all in on it, I reckon we could get away with it. I give it two days before one of the girls goes crazy and starts throwing the fairy out the window and the fairy bites her and the fairies have a low venomous quality, so then it ends up in Madame Pomfrey's hands. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look, it's possible. It's like having, it's like when you have a roommate that has a nightlight, but the nightlight hums and is alive. (laughs) Imagine how annoying that is. And was made of bees. Yeah. Imagine how annoying (laughs) that is when you're trying to sleep and you're just not in the mood. Okay. Um, Last couple of ones now. So, a billywig. A billywig is an insect native to Australia. So this is part of my heritage if you're taking away this pet. It's half an inch long, vivid sapphire blue. The billywig's wings are attached to the the top of its head and it rotates so fast so it spins as it flies. Um, and the bottom of the body is a long, thin stinger. So it's it's like a very quick, spinning blue bee. <laughs> Those who have been... <laughs> Those... Yeah. I would keep it in a cage. It wouldn't be loose, except sometimes it would be. Those who are stung by a billywig suffer giddiness followed by levitations. Generations of young Australian witches and wizards have attempted to catch billywigs and provoke them into stinging in order to enjoy these side effects, although too many stings may cause the victim to hover uncontrollably for days on end. And when there's a severe allergic reaction, permanent floating may ensue. You already know what I'm going to say, so I wonder why you bother. (laughs) I want this bug that makes me high. No. I want to get fucking wired off this pet that I have. No. <laughs> makes me fly and see shit. This is why Willy Wonka had that room closed off. <laughs> okay? Not allowed in there. It's experimental. <laughs> Should be totally safe as long as I have them in a little cage. Yeah, as long as there's a cage, it's fine. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've heard that so many times over this past few years. Fine. I'm sick of it. <sighs> What if I had a tank full of water and there were some fish in the water? They were just perfectly normal fish. Everything's fine. Nothing sucks. You're not having a Grindelo. I swear to God. You're not. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Grindelo, actually. I've got a different fish in The mind. fucking, like, puffer fish on legs, whatever it's called. The, p- the pee one. The stun- yeah, Pluffy. <laughs> a spherical mottled fish. <laughs> um... Walks around and under the water, it eats water snails, is not dangerous, uh, that will nibble at the feet and clothing of swimmers, like, like regular fish. And it's con- this is just cute. It's considered a pest by people who deal with it by tying its legs in a knot, and then it drifts away It can't come back till it's untied its legs, which may take hours. So it's just a cute little round fish that has legs and eats snails. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, my only thing is Yay, that- I-, I can have a plimpy. Yeah. My only thing is that if you're in Slytherin, which I assume you are, yeah, um, I want to make sure that no mer people see it. So you're going to be moved to a dormitory that doesn't have a window. That's fine. I'll. I, it's not like I'm getting sunlight through the window anyway. 
Like, having an aquarium in my room is the equivalent of having a window in the Slytherin dormitory. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, you know. It's just a little fish. Okay, cool. Well, if I can have a plimpy, then I want a Grindylo. No. A Grindylo's just an angry fish. The only reason the Grindylo was allowed in school was because it was under the care of the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. You are not the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. (laughs) It does say that it's aggressive towards wizards and muggles alike. It's just an angry fish. They call it a water demon. (laughs) For a reason. (laughs) I said that I wasn't going to say Grindylo, but it is the last thing on my list, and I want this angry fish. (laughs) Lupin can have an angry fish. Like I said, if you want to go to fucking Grindylo and bring it to Hogwarts, then become the defense against a dark arts teacher, and I guess I can't stop you. (laughs) Maybe I will. Maybe that's my, like end goal here is that I grow up leave Hogwarts become either the defense against the dark arts teacher or the care of magical creatures teacher and then I get to have all these pets and McGonagall can't stop me (laughs) I mean you don't get to have all these pets because you can't have a basilisk and care of magical creatures (laughs) you just can't (laughs) I get to have all these pets except the ones that eat humans alright so we are allowed a parrot a plimpy a kneesel. I'm trying to remember what. I'm trying to remember what else that we allowed. Was that it? Um, a moak. Um, I'll I'll yeah. go through the list. You said maybe on the parrot. How good is the parrot looking now? By the way. Yeah, it's okay. I, okay. Yeah. Uh, parrot. Um. Uh, you wouldn't let me have a crop. Did you say yes to the Javi, yeah. the loud, angry ferret? Um, well, you snuck it in, and then I discovered it, and red flag went, went against your name. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> moke, turtle, snake, yep. tarantula. Yeah, that's fine. Um, can't remember where we landed on the bow truckle. I said yes as long as there's no wood from its original tree in the vicinity of the castle. Fine. Uh, yeah, bow truckle. Um, you said no to fairies, but I might try it anyway. And then fish and plimpy. <laughs> Those are the definitive yeah. list of pets you can have or maybe try and get away with at Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, now that the roleplay's done, I think what I would definitely want to have is like the Oh yeah, yeah. Which which one do you actually want? I really am a fan of measles, of course, because they're so practical. They can, you know, manage your banking. Yeah, obviously. Um, they can solve mysteries, you know <laughs> detect evil. Mm-hmm. That is great. Um but yeah. I also am very fond of the Javi. Yes, I was just gonna say yeah, aside from an owl, which is the most useful yeah. because it delivers your mail, I think Neasel is the next best pet you can have. Or a phoenix. Those are, like, top tier. Oh, yeah. And I do really love crops. I think they're really cute, and I love, like, that they've got a forked tail. It's just, yeah, I just, I think that they shouldn't be <laughs> promoted as a cute little wizard pet, yeah. considering their history. <laughs> There's something that the Malfoys would own. I think that's bullshit. That's that's the same sort of thinking that's like, oh, you shouldn't have, like, pit bulls because they're angry fighting dogs. Like, fuck off. A dog's only as good as its owner. You can have a pit bull and have it be nice and gentle and good. And I could have a crop and have it not attack muggles. I would just need to train it well and keep it under control. Anyway. <laughs> I just want to say that, like... 
the pets out of here that I would actually want as a teenager, the Javi. I think that would be really funny to have a um, a ferret that swears. Yeah. As an adult, no. I do like the Jabinol, the pe- the bird that's just really cute and silent until it dies and then it says all of its sounds backwards. Um, that's fun and cute right up until it dies. That's creepy. And that's probably, aside from having a bunch of fairies as decoration, I think that's all the pets I would actually want to have out of here. Except maybe the Moak. I do just like the lizard that gets smaller. It's a pretty chill pet. As a Slytherin, that might be the pet that I try to get away with. Yeah. Like a Neasel and a Moak yeah. are the pets that I want to have. Oh, and an owl, I guess. Okay, well, I've been McGonagall, and I say no to all your shitty pet ideas. <laughs> I've been a rambunctious student who is absolutely going to try and bring every single one of these pets to Hogwarts. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.